so when I was a kid, I must have spent countless hours playing SimCity. I think SimCity 2000 was like the one that I'm kind of most familiar with. These are the scenes that look uh, most familiar to me. Um, and, you know, although I don't think I'd ever want to be an urban planner in real life, there was just something, you know, about cultivating and, and growing, uh, you know, my little city. I usually called it Loganville or something like that. That really appealed to me and I think really appeals to a lot of us, hence the success of the SimCity series. So when I learned about the Metaverse NFT project, uh, I knew that I had to cover it right here on my channel. Um, in fact, in the Discord for uh, the Metroverse, um, they said that they were basically inspired by SimCity. They said Metroverse is inspired by SimCity. Uh, our love for isometric design. By the way, if you don't know what that means, I didn't know what that meant either. I had to look it up. Uh, it's basically um, depicting 3D objects on a 2D plane. So when you see some of the Metaverse uh, Metroverse NFTs, the city blocks, you'll see what I mean. Um, but yeah, they said, you know, inspired by SimCity, their love for isometric designs and the rise of play to earn games. So, you know, that's, that's really cool. Um, and, you know, in, in the Discord, um, in the announcements, uh, back on December 15th, the founder um, of the project, who we just know as OX Slice, kind of gave an origin story for the project. And in, the, in this Discord post, he said he met with uh, two other individuals um, who would become founding members of uh, the Metroverse. Um, and in this post, and he said they pulled out a laptop and started a presentation titled NFT Project Idea. It was a short four slides and one slide attached set at all. He was sold. And and this is this looks a lot this is SimCity here, right? I'm not seeing it. This is this looks a lot like SimCity right there. Right? So um, very strong SimCity vibes with this project. So in this video I'm gonna explain um, how the Metroverse uh, itself works, how the Metroverse NFTs work within the Metroverse, um, how the Met tokens work that's the um the in-game currency of the uh of the metroverse uh and of course what my personal strategy is with this project and and uh, a major reservation i have about this project so um just at a basic level metroverse nft uh is an ethereum based nft consisting of 10,000 city blocks in the metroverse that will drop next month um so, you know, the Metroverse, it's, it's, it is itself a Metaverse, um, but it's at its core, it's a game. So it's a land trading strategy game that pays to play. So there's a play to earn uh, factor here as well. So let's dig into what all this means. How, how does the city, how do these city blocks, you know, the NFTs themselves fit in to the Metroverse? So, uh, like I said, within the Metroverse, there are 10,000 city blocks, which are each individually an NFT. Um, each city block is... Uh, an algorithmically generated eight by eight grid that contains a random combination of Metroverse buildings in four categories, residential, commercial, industrial, and public. Okay, so strong SimCity vibes, right? Um, and if you follow you know, the Metroverse on Twitter or if you're in their Discord, you'll see that fairly often they drop examples of city blocks as well as uh, you know, individual buildings. Um, and I know this is just personal preference, but I, I really like the art. I love the clean, you know, purple and green and, and bluish tones that are found throughout the art. Um, and the Metroverse team said they partnered with some indie game 
design studio that specializes in isometric cityscapes. I didn't even know that you could get that granular in your niche in in the uh, uh, what, if you have a game design studio. But I think it's really paid off. Like maybe I've just been brainwashed by hundreds, you know, the hundreds of hours I spent as a child playing SimCity. But I could honestly sit here and look at these city blocks all day, right? And after ten thousand of these mint, you know, ten thousand of these city blocks mint, uh, you know, after they after they after they mint and after they're revealed. I'm probably gonna spend a lot of time on OpenSea, just kind of drooling over them and looking at all the little details uh, on them. And I can't really say that about a lot of NFT products. A lot of NFT products, oh yeah, you know, I like the art, but with this, it's like, oh, I, I would want to look at like each individual one if I had the time of the day, which unfortunately I don't. Um, so each, you can see in this in this image here, there's a score down here in the bottom right, and what this score corresponds to is how many met tokens this city block generates for you per day. I'll talk more about the tokens later, but let's talk for now about how uh, the score is derived. So each city block has its own score between 200 and 500 that is calculated based on the rarity of the individual residential, commercial, and industrial buildings within the city block itself, right? So this particular city block has a score of 600, uh, 50 of which was derived from the residential buildings on the city block, 300 from the commercial, and 10 from the industrial. Um, so just by way of example, right, if you have a skyscraper in your city block, that's rarer than, you know, just, just a house, like a common house or something like that. And so therefore, the skyscraper will have a higher score, contributing to a higher overall blo uh, city block score for your city block itself. Um, only residential, commercial, and industrial buildings have a score of their own. Public buildings do not count toward a city's block score, but they boost the score of the other zones in that city block. For example, if you have a school in your city block, that will boost uh, the block's residential score by 3%, right? If you have a museum, it'll boost the residential score by 4% and commercial score by 3%. If you have a hospital, it'll boost the residential, commercial, and industrial score of a city block by each by 5%. Um, at some point in the future, Metroverse team will publish a list of all the buildings in the Metroverse with all their scores and rarity so the community can be informed as they, uh, you know, as they buy NFTs and play the game. Um, now let's talk about the Met token. Um, the Met token is the Metaver uh, Metroverse's in-game currency, which is earned essentially by staking your city blocks. Um, and like I said, you earn your Met tokens in proportion to your block score. So if you if, if you if your city block has a score of 360, you would that it would generate for you 360 um, Met token per day. And each city block uh, can. Um, will have a minimum score of 200, maximum score of 500. So the least an individual city block can generate in MET tokens per day is 200. The most is 500. The team did say that, um, you know, if you if you combine blocks by holding multiple blocks in a wallet, there could be like a multiplier effect. I'm not, they didn't really give a whole lot of numbers there. I'm not sure exactly what the mechanics of that are, but apparently that's one way to maximize your MET tokens if you hold multiple city blocks. Um, obviously the MET tokens will be tradable you know, likely on some decks. So there is a, uh, you know, play to earn aspect here. Um, but obviously the Met token has in-game usefulness as well and will be used uh, in multiple ways throughout the gameplay experience. Um, 
All right, how can we? How can you buy the Metroverse NFT? So you can't yet. The mint is scheduled um, for January 2022, uh, with each city block costing 0 0.1 um, ETH uh, to mint. And uh, that is in the Discord here. Let me pull it up for you. Right, so here it is. Uh, mint date is going to be at some point in January 2022. 10,000 mints at a price of 0.1 ETH. You know, I know some people might look at the 0.1 ETH and say, oh, that's kind of steep. But, you know, I think, you know, for the art and the level of detail that's going into the art and the gameplay sounds really fun. You know, I, I, I think it's worth it. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about my strategy later, one major reservation I have about the project, but, you know, I don't think that the 0.1 ETH is, is anything uh, too crazy. Um, each whitelisted address will be able to mint up to two city blocks, okay? Um, so we don't really have a whole lot of details about the mint beyond that. Um, in terms of how many spots are allocated to whitelist versus public sale, um, the uh, the founder of the project, he, he said this, we would truly like to whitelist and give preference to members of our own community. Having said that, usually a bunch of whitelist spots go unused and not everyone mints the maximum allowed per wallet. So we do plan to have a public sale for the remaining blocks. Um, he also said uh, something to the effect of this. He said, uh, oh, not everyone, what did I do there? Not everyone on the whitelist will mint and not everyone who will mint will mint too. So we expect a good amount to be available for the public mint. So kind of by these messages here in the Discord, they haven't come out and said this, but it kind of sounds like they're looking to whitelist 5,000 wallets, right? Who can mint a max of two each because there's 10,000 city blocks that will be minted. And whatever doesn't get minted from the whitelist will go in the public sale. So it sounds like this might be a very whitelist heavy mint. Um, we're still away, away from the launch. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of the minting details and all that will be released as we get closer uh, to whenever the mint date will be in January. Um, I am, of course, in the Discord and following Metroverse on Twitter, waiting for the release of further information. Um, and obviously, you know, Metroverse NFTs will be available to be purchased on the secondary market on OpenSea. This is their official OpenSea page. There's nothing here yet, obviously, because the mint hasn't happened yet. So there's nothing to there's nothing to list on OpenSea yet. Um, so given that this this will be or will does appear to be a very whitelist heavy um, mint, how can you get on the Metroverse? whitelist well um the first 300 members in the discord are the ogs and so they got whitelist um but for the rest of us uh the first thing you should do if you want to get on the metroverse whitelist is to claim ground breaker status okay in the discord by going to the Groundbreaker channel and connecting your wallet at metroverse.com gb um, this does not require any gas, by the way. Um, now let me, let me make a disclaimer here. Um, you know, any project could be a rug pull, right? Any project could theoretically be a scam. By what I'm seeing with Metroverse, I don't think that's the case, but there's always a chance. So to be safe, I actually created a new wallet in MetaMask, uh, to connect to get groundbreaker status. And that's just me though. I mean, you may feel differently. Um, and so now I have groundbreaker status in this core. That's all you have to do. Just click this button and then click the button to connect your wallet. And that's it, right? Now getting groundbreaker status does not guarantee a whitelist spot, but it is a requirement to get on. It is one of the requirements to get on the Metro Metroverse whitelist. 
unless you are one of the original 300 OG members. Um, yeah, so basically you need it. Um, or I think if you have the Lord roll and you win a giveaway or something, you can get on the whitelist too. Lord roll is basically just um, uh, being a server booster. Um, and But from what I've seen, the Lord roll doesn't guarantee, being a server booster doesn't in any way guarantee that you'll be on the whitelist, right? It's just um, another way of, you know, you can be on the, you can get the Lord roll or do Groundbreaker, but Groundbreaker is so easy. Why not just do Groundbreaker, right? Unless there's other, uh, you know, additional uh, benefit of boosting the server, which I haven't seen. Um, but in terms of how to actually get on the whitelist, once you've claimed your Groundbreaker status or, right, had that Lord roll, there's a variety of ways. Um, perhaps the most obvious way is to follow Metroverse on Twitter, uh, where they do giveaways. Sometimes the giveaway is just along the lines of, hey, interact with this tweet, and you might get a whitelist, right? Other times it takes maybe a little bit more creativity, right? Like in this one, they say, tell us what you think about this, you know, the, the, the theater building, and, uh, you know, you could win a spot on the whitelist. So, you know, there's, there's the basic, you know, kind of Twitter giveaways. There's um, collaborations with other NFTs. Um, for example, another project that I'm in is called Barex. And let's see. Oh, looks like uh, they picked them. So basically, Metroverse gave 10 whitelist spots to the Barex uh, NFT. This is another product that, that, I've, that I'm in and that I've covered. And, you know, everyone in the Barracks community could enter, um, you know, and Barracks, you know, these 10 individuals from Barracks won um, whitelist for Metroverse through being in, in Barracks. So, and Metroverse is doing similar collaborations with other projects as well. They're also doing influencer collaborations, like I saw Kosher Plug, you know, they gave him, you know, five whitelists, uh, you know, to give away to his followers. So, um, you know, just be on the lookout on Twitter for, for Metroverse uh, giveaways. And if anybody in the Metroverse team is watching this, I'd love for a few whitelist spots I could share with my community as well, just saying. Um, but the fact is, loyal audience, you know, a lot of the action with giveaways happens on Twitter, right? And I'm relatively kind of new to Twitter. Uh, like, I signed up for Twitter a while ago, but I haven't actually been posting, like, actual crypto stuff uh, until I think like a month or so ago. So, but I'm putting a lot of effort into it now. Uh, I just crossed the thousand follower threshold. I think yesterday, I think I'm going to cross 1100 today if I haven't already. If you want to help me out um, and, you know, maybe, uh, you know, help me get noticed more by um, NFT projects, give me a follow down there on Twitter. Uh, there's a link to my Twitter in the description below. Uh, you can see what it looks like right below my face, uh, right here on your screen. Uh, at Logan Alec is my uh, handle. Another way to get on the whitelist is through uh, fan art challenges. So um, they do these fan art challenges. It, it looked like weekly, I believe. Actually, that's Sparex. Let me go back up to uh, Metroverse. Right, so they do uh, like these fan art challenges um, where, you know, every week people create fan art based on instructions in the challenge and um yeah so that's 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 another way you could do it and there's there's other things in the discord as well that pop up from time to time in terms of getting whitelist so um all right so we covered basics of the project 
the basic gameplay, we don't know a whole lot about it yet. Um, we do know that based on the roadmap here, uh, you know, there, there will be this mayor aspect and obviously a player versus player experience. So, um, you know, but again, we don't really have a whole lot of, of detail on the, on the gameplay at, at this point. Um, so now let's talk about my personal strategy with, um, the Metroverse NFT. So I love almost everything about this project. It has great art, in my opinion. Um, it has, you know, a gameplay that we don't have a lot of details about yet, but I, I think I'll love uh, if it has anything to do with city building and stuff like that. You know, it's building partnerships with other reputable communities and influencers, um, and that's always a good sign. So there's a lot to love. Um, my major concern with the Metroverse NFT, and this is what, you know, gives me a long pause here, is the team is not doxxed. They're anonymous. What we know about the team so far is found in the team channel here in the Metroverse Discord. And while based on bios, right, for the team members, it sounds like a stellar team, right? We have the founder, Slice, is apparently a Silicon Valley, you know, veteran with 18 years of experience in various positions for Silicon Valley-based startups. They have other well-qualified members as well. You know, designers have decades of experience here, um, but we don't know their real names, right? We don't know who they are. And there's always a chance with anonymous teams that they're completely fake. I don't think that's the case <laughs> at all with Metroverse, but it could be, right? And this isn't the kiss of death necessarily. There have been anonymous teams behind projects that have done very well, but it's just a con in my book. And the team has been asked directly in the Discord why they choose to be anonymous. And um, here's what the founder uh, said in response to that. Um, there it is. He said, within the team, we are all doxxed. Oh, gosh, I just lost it. I don't know why it does that. Maybe because I'm screen sharing. So let's read it here. So, so the founder, you know, they were, so somebody asked, you know, why is the team anonymous? And the founder said, within the team, we are all docs. We know each other quite well. A lot of us know each other for years. The whole team met recently to work together for 10 days, and some even flew across oceans to make this happen. Our main concern so far is the increase in threats towards team members. For example, one project saw one of the founders horribly defamed online for simply banning a member. The member found all sorts of personal information, went on a crusade to ruin the founder's reputation online, and other increasingly common circumstances. Team members receiving de death threats from members. As you know, in the crypto world, all is good when things go well. When folks lose money, even because of their own doing, they go after the project and the team. The sad part is these threats are increasing in number, and our families and our own safety is number one priority. So they're basically saying that, you know, they think there might might be at risk, right, of some lunatic crazy kind of going after them, right, if they're, if they're uh, doxxed. So, you know, I get it. You know, I mean, as someone, I'm not famous or anything, but I still put my opinions out there on the internet. And there's always in the back of my mind, you know, what if I said something critical about a, a project and the founder is out to get me, right? Um, or something like that. Um, you know, and I, I give my opinions on, on NFTs on this channel as well, which are just my opinions just for your entertainment, not financial advice. Some will be right but inevitably some will be wrong. And when I'm wrong, and if somebody made a decision based on what I said, which they shouldn't because they should do their own research, but if they did, they could be mad at me. You know, no one can predict the future, you know? Um, 
you know, so so in the back of my mind, I think like, well, what if there's some crazy out there, right, who doesn't like me because my what I said online, and you know, so I think about my safety as well. But on the other hand, just think about the stock market, right? Think about how for every single stock that's traded on a stock exchange, all of the officers' names are publicized, right? It's all publicly available information if they're publicly traded security. They're all doxed, right? In kind of our uh, speak. And some, lots of people, people lose money in the stock market every day, right? All the time. But I can't really think of a story where, you know, an officer of a company or some director of a company where their reputation was destroyed online or where they were physically harmed by some disgruntled shareholder who lost money on their stock. So I get the concern. It's understandable. It makes sense. But lots of, lots of teams are doxxed, and I don't like how the Metaverse team isn't doxxed. Okay. Um, Nevertheless, this all said, even with the risks inherent of having an anonymous team, I am still super excited about the Metroverse NFT. Um, I'm going to try my darndest to get whitelist for it so I can mint, you know, some of these gorgeous city blocks and play this game. You know, frankly, I don't have time at all to play games. I don't think I've played a game in a very long time, you know, with my business and my blog and, you know, YouTube and, and family and all that. But I, I really think I'll make time for this one. And I suspect there's other former SimCity lovers out there too, or city building lovers who feel the same way. So I'm bullish on this. You know, my perspective might be a bit skewed, you know, just because I've always loved city building games, but that's where I'm at right now. Um, feel free to disagree. Let me know in the comments your thoughts on the Metroverse game. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe if you haven't already, and be sure to follow me on Twitter at Logan Alec. Uh, on this popping up on the screen, there should be uh, some other NFT videos that I've published recently, projects that I'm taking a look at and that I'm excited about and interested in. Um, and there should be also a video on how to get free cryptocurrency as well. See you in this video, folks. Have a good evening. Bye-bye.